Welcome back to Her Daily Drive, a podcast series designed to inspire women to find their daily drive in Jesus. Hear a range of testimonies and conversations with women of all ages about their journey, the struggles and the triumphs. I'm your host, Sarah, and I hope today's episode encourages you. Let's get started. Today we're speaking to Belinda. She works in administration at a local Gold Coast college, loves working with kids and is passionate about family and has three children with her husband. So Belinda, a big welcome to HDD. Thank you. To help us get to know you a little bit better, what are three go-to essentials that you've been loving lately? I love reading and have been in a really good book at the moment. I love the beach and pottering in my garden. That's awesome. What book are you reading? Uh, It's actually called Masterpiece by Francine Rivers. I love Francine yes. Rivers. Yes. <laughs> my favorite. We were talking about this at Small Group the other night, um, and I showed them all my books of hers, and I have the Mark of the Lion series. Oh, I love that. I love it. Yep. Belinda, can you tell us a little bit about your journey so far? I grew up in a loving Christian home, and my parents were new Christians when I was born, and as I grew, they instilled in me the foundations of Christianity. I knew Jesus loved me. I knew he died for me and my sins, so I could be with him. I don't know how old I was when I first gave my heart to Jesus. It was pretty young. But I remember asking mum and dad to pray for me and to be filled with the Holy Spirit at about eight. This was around the time my dad became a pastor. So I was a pastor's kid. <laughs> Life was great. And I learned, you know, lots about Jesus growing up in church and in Sunday school and taught Sunday school and was involved in youth group. I remember at 14 making a definite commitment to Christ. That was about that same time or that same year in year nine, I changed schools. I had some good friends that I made and some not so good friends. I guess I had lived quite a sheltered life, but I just thought they had a very different life to me and it was exciting and fun. It seemed that way. I was starting at that time to struggle with some issues of self-esteem, low self-esteem, and I didn't feel I measured up to what I thought people expected of me. And so I struggled with feeling valued My parents were very busy and so like normal families with busy parents and my personality, I was feeling like I was competing for some of their attention. Out of that, I rebelled. I just also felt a lot of expectation and pressure being a pastor's kid Mm -hmm. and not from my parents, whether real or imagined, I felt people looked at me and had these expectations of me and just struggled with that. Anyway, I sort of got in with this wrong crowd and yeah, that, yeah, pretty bad time. I met a guy and that was like the downfall. (laughs) He told me all the things that I thought I wanted to hear, you know, that he loved me and cared about me more than anyone else. And I trusted and believed all that he said. And this relationship proved to be very toxic. I can see now that the enemy was on the attack, you know, since I really was trying to commit to God. So I was 15 and young and naive and mum and dad didn't approve, but I was rebelling. I was lying and sneaking behind their back. I knew that I was doing the wrong thing, but I just was so stuck and I just couldn't get out of that. I was lying and sneaking behind my parents' back all the while knowing that was wrong, but I, I was stuck too deep to get myself out. My parents were doing all they could to keep the lines of communication open and were very sensitive not to push too hard that I would move further away from them and God. My dad, when I was 16, invited me to go with him on a missions trip to Europe, which I thought, cool, trip to Europe. But I could see I was stuck in this relationship so thick. It was like a start of a time where I was away from that relationship and God Mm. was able to sort of work on me a little bit. But then came back, they were 
praying for me. I knew that they were. I knew my youth leaders were praying for me. And I remember Dad saying once that he was woken to pray for me in the night. I knew where I was that night. And I was like, oh, God is real. And he hadn't given up on me. And there's all these little little ways I could see that he was still there. My youth leaders were very supportive and were speaking into my life and praying for me. And also my really best friend, who's a Christian, she stood by me and was praying as well. And I really believe this was instrumental in me being set free. During term two of my year 12 year, the school holidays, I went on a youth camp where God met me and then saved me. I felt truly saved from this pit that I was in. And I did feel like I was in a pit that I just couldn't get out of. I had prayer and I repented and I gave all that I had done and all that had happened to him. I put my trust back in God and through his grace, he filled the void in my life and he freed me of the hurts and the damage of the relationships. He forgave me and I felt his love and value for me. He restored me and I had a renewed strength and a healthy self-esteem. All It just all happened within that time. I know that I have God to rely on for all my needs and I have never looked back and I know that I'm on the right path. Belinda, what topic are you going to share with us today? About grace, God's grace. Why is grace so important for us to actually hear and talk about in today's society? The definition of grace is the freely given unmerited favour and love of God and I think nobody really gives anything for free without some motive. Just think that that's so important. There's a verse that sort of ties in with that in Romans 6, 14. For sin shall no longer be your master because you are not under the law, but under grace. And I just think our society just seems to be going further and further Mm. down that way. And um, yeah, grace is the way out. What experience have you had? And you shared a bit of this, but can you go a little bit more into detail with what experience you've had with experiencing God's grace? As I said in my testimony, that was one of the early experiences of grace following out of that after that relationship I felt that when I met my husband now Duncan I just could feel the grace of God in that that he gave me a relationship that was wholesome and good when our first daughter was born we both looked at each other and went this is just the grace of God and we actually named her middle name Grace it was like oh this is for you God thank you you got us out so yeah what does the Bible tell us about grace Yes, yeah, so I love in Hebrews 4.16, it says, Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. I really do love how I can go confidently knowing he's just waiting there to give that to me. Mm. Yeah, that unmerited favor and love. And another verse that I love, John 1.17, The law was given through Moses and grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. And we now live in a time where Jesus has come, he's died for us. We not only have his truth, but we have that grace through him and not under the law and all the rules of the Old Testament. So, Belinda, through times when people may feel like they're spiraling and they can't feel that grace, even though they know that it exists, what inspired you to that time? I did know. I did know that he loved me and yet I just couldn't get out of, mm. I felt so trapped and stuck and spiraling is a great word. And I think the people around me, People were praying for me. I had parents, I had friends, other people in ministry who I knew were praying for me and not heavy and pushy, but just, I just knew they were praying for me. I saw that God was still there in little things. When you're prompted to say something to someone, that's those times that that's helping that person. In Proverbs, it talks about to train up a child in the way it will, in the way you want them to go, like in God's way. And when they're old, they won't depart from it. And I think when you 
instruct that into someone's life. Don't ever think it's not taking some sort of hold that those promises are there and yeah, they don't, they're sort of just sitting under the surface. So I think, yeah, I definitely came back to all that I remembered as a child. That could be really encouraging for so many parents out there that have kids that potentially have wandered a little bit. Yes. yeah, Yeah, definitely. Because it is, it's hard. And I have a brother who's not walking with God and so still you know, believe and pray for him, you know, know that God still has his hand, you know, on his life. So yeah. Prayer is powerful. Yes. (laughs) Before we finish, say, do you have any final words of encouragement for our listeners? Philippians 3, 12 to 14, and this is where I feel I am now, is not that I have already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that which Christ took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. And so just to, you know, even if you've struggled in something and you're hoping to get back there, that God is there and waiting and don't lose heart in praying for family or loved ones or friends that you know are maybe having a difficult time because God is able, more than able, and to keep supporting and watering those seeds of life that you've already planted or that maybe someone else has planted. It's all that little watering that keeps helping. And you never know when that watering that you did will come back years and years later. Yes, and it may not be you that sees the fruit but you may see the fruit of someone else's seeds that were planted. Belinda, thank you so much for chatting to us today on her, the pod, on her podcast. <laughs> I'll start <that> again. <laughs> Whose podcast is it? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Belinda, thank you so much for chatting to us today on the podcast. It's great to be encouraged and inspired to never cease praying for family and friends that they'll find the grace of God. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to another episode of Her Daily Drive. If you want to stay connected and notified when new episodes are released, make sure you subscribe on iTunes. And until next time, I hope you have a wonderful week.